probably in the eyes of the Ecuadorians. Um, but so we were walking through um, El Aden, and um, Pastor Roberto was able to just initiate conversation, and, and you know, we would just say hello to people because we were obviously not from there, especially, you know, when I look like this. Um, so they pretty much knew, okay, who are these people? But they were very open, and open to talking with us. Um, th but we saw this one man sitting under, it was a very big porch, and, I, and most of the places there felt like just large porches. I, it just was so open to the air. But, but anyway, this man, we greeted him, he greeted us, and, and his name was Carlos. And so Pastor Roberto was talking with him. And in the course of that conversation, Carlos would reveal that he did not follow Jesus because, I mean, he knew about Jesus, but he said, I, I, you have to be perfect to follow Jesus. So therefore, I can't follow him. And I'm thinking, thank you, Lord, that we've got Roberto here because Roberto can correct this situation. And sure enough, after about 15 minutes, you know, Roberto was able to witness to him, to explain the truth to him in the gospel. Um, so I felt good about that. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Carlos. I know where he lives. Um, so I can say, y'all, you know, and we, we have told Johnny about him, but we, we were able to leave an audio Bible with him. So now that he can listen, we know he can hear, he might not be able to read the scriptures, but he can listen to it. So I just felt good that we were able to leave this with him. And, he, and it, it appeared that he was very much interested and very appreciative that we left him with this Bible. So that was one person. And then another person um, that we ran across, and again, this was just when I was trying to figure out what if I want to talk about today, this is just... God wanted me to just share David with you. Um, it was in Cabuyal, which is where we were fixing the school and trying to make this um, school better so that one day maybe it could be used as a church. Um, but David, the team was busy fixing, and, and Anna, who was Roberto's wife, speaks Spanish, Pastor Steve, and he's from Royal, was there. And they, we were all just kind of, the three of us were standing there talking and open to just people coming around us. And this guy, David, came up and approached us, um, he was just super excited, and apparently he already knew Jesus, um, and he was just so happy that we are in his community, and that we were here, and he, he is just, you could just see it bubbling out of him, and he was, and so of course we're like, wow, okay, you're a Christian, you know, what's your story, um, and so he was telling us that, you know, his mother died when he was 15, um, and he just had a hopelessness, he turned to drugs, and it's just life was just going downhill, um, and somewhere along the way, and I don't understand this part of the story exactly, but he met a pastor that would occasionally come into the community. And through this pastor and the word, you know, he led David to Christ. Um, so David, you know, and he was saying, yeah, I wasted, I didn't know how to read, but this guy, he, this pastor showed me, showed me the Bible. And he said, you know, I, I didn't even know how to read. When I was in school, I used to fight, so I didn't really focus on, on reading. He said, um, but once I became a Christian and I knew about this Bible, you know, he's like, I taught myself to read with the Bible. And I thought, that's amazing. So, so he was truly on fire. And he was saying, I just, he's like, I don't care about riches. And I'm looking around going, he's like, I don't care about riches. He's like, I just know Jesus is the most important thing to me. And, and it's even more important than my family. Um, and then about that time, a local woman would just came up like, yeah, he used to be different. He has changed. Yeah, so that was kind of just, Good to know that, you know, yeah, other people are seeing this change in his life. Um, so during this, um, he said, you know, well, how can we pray for you? What can we do? And he's like, well, just pray for my, my wife, Carrie. So y'all can write this down if you want to pray for David. So his wife is not a believer, and he's wanting to go to church, and 
she's resisting it because um, there are churches farther away that you would ride a bus to. I mean, it's possible, but with her pulling against it, it's, it's very hard for him. And so he's, he just says, please pray for her. And he's got a child. Um, so his wife is Carrie. And then he's got a little daughter, Miranda. And then, but during all of this too, I thought it was really neat because you could just see like the Holy Spirit working through Pastor Steve and then with David. You know, it was just something. I'm just watching this going, wow, you guys have a connection. You don't need to speak the same language. The next thing I know, you know, they're texting each other. And on the bus, I'm like, Steve, are you still talking to David? He's like, oh, yeah, I just texted him this morning. So I said, oh, cool. So yesterday I emailed Steve. I'm like, hey, are you still talking to David? So it's been a week later. And he's like, yeah, we're we're still keeping in touch. Um, And that now he and, you know, just talking with David, he's like, David's agreed to, that they're going to try to read um, a few Bible verses together, like, David, read these verses, and let's talk about them. And we're going to do that via text, because with the text, you can put translate into English, or somehow he's able to translate it into, or to Spanish, so that he can send it back to David, and they can actually have a conversation, even though they're not actually speaking, you know, the same language. So that was super cool that, that this is still going on. And then also, from what I understand, that Pastor Roberto and Anna also have this discipleship network that they're trying to plug him into as well so those were the two people I just felt like you know God was telling me I need to tell y'all about them and I'm I'm really looking forward to hear hearing if anything changes if you know how maybe David could even grow further in Christ over the years of us coming and other churches coming and just uh, I don't know watering these seeds that that have been planted I think what you've heard, though, that I want to go back to is, even with Grace and others talking about, you hear about some of the works we're doing. But the works are there for us to make a relationship. And that's what we're really there doing. If we had started painting that school, and we never finished painting it because we're off sharing the gospel with those that were coming up to see what we're doing, that was the goal. It wasn't about how much we could paint this school, how we could clean it up. It was how do we get into the community so that we can make a relationship. And one of the people I was going to share about is this, this new community that we got to go to for the first time. Um, again, it's, it's about relationships. It's about meeting people where they're at. Um, Johnny Moss has been meeting with some firefighters um, in a local town. A guy named uh, Ryder is the best way I'll say it. I won't say it the right. Ryder lives off in a community. When I say community, you, we've talked about Aladdin, we've talked about um, Cabial. They're very small, just parts of the road, maybe 200 houses. Maybe 500 people live in the 200, you never know. And, and, and then you may go 10 minutes down the road, there's the next town, and the next town. And there's so much going on, you, you can't even see all the, the little villages that are around. But, but Ryder had heard that we were coming and, and invited John. Johnny's never been to this village. It's called Carmelita, back up into the mountains a little bit. So most of the stuff's right on the coast. That's where we've been working all week. But a good deal of what we were doing was going door to door, meeting people, Oh, and by the way, we were working on a school and, and trying to get that going. So Ryder invited us to say, hey, on, on Thursday, I, I'm off. Come to, the, come to the village. Come meet the president. We'll see if we can get some people together. We'll see where it goes. So Johnny Moss, the local missionary, who's never really been in this village. We've never been. It's wide open. So no, no idea what to expect. And that's how most missionaries don't, don't go in the, the plan except for where does the spirit lead you. So we got to go meet Ryder. Got to see Johnny talking with the president. This is kind of how you get the mayor. Um, 
before we know it, they're starting to drag out chairs, and, and, and the little mayor's house is two foot. No, let's go up in the community center. They all have like a communal center block building where you have whatever meeting you're going to have. Ryder, before we know, he, he's gone door to door, and he cares so much about his community, he's drug everybody out of the house. Now, hey, the, the missionaries are here. You're going to come hear them. And he, his passion for his own neighbor was so great that before we knew it, we had a, a worship service go into the community building with 40 people in there. And that's probably most of the people that, that live there. That, you know, it's, where do you start? Well, one of the guys had a guitar. Roberto, he starts, so he starts singing in Spanish. He kind of breaks the ice. Some of us start sharing testimonies with the group. One of the things that Johnny likes to do is we have translations of the Gospel of Luke. Again, start with something simple. It's, he hands out the, the Luke, and it's got his contact information on the back, so they know how to reach Johnny. So he hands out a bunch of those Gospels, and, and before we know it, Johnny said, well, let's just start doing a Bible study. Luke 1. Just start with there. And they start, he starts working through a Bible study with the group right then. So, you know, and then Ryder starts sharing with his village. So it's, it's very interesting that there was no plan. It was just God had worked ahead of time building the relationship with Ryder and the firefighter. It was, um, that was a great experience, a little town, and it never, they were so hungry for, for something. They, they didn't know what, but they were just hungry. It wanted, they sat and listened, and uh, the kids, it was um, quite interesting, and you might see it on, uh, we've got a little video to show in a minute, but then Ryder invites us to his house. Like, I want you to come to my house. Okay, we'll go. No, but to come to my house, you have to take your shoes and socks off to get there. And so, that, so okay, well, that's where we take our shoes and socks off as we cross the river and start walking through the jungle barefoot, uh, up the mountain. And I think that Paul's talking about, you know, they're all there. You just, they, they want us to come spread the word. Writers, we'll say, not, not wife, but wife, because they're not really into marriage down there. But so writers want us not to just come to this village. He's bringing us to his house where there's 10 kids running around and Brother-in-law says, so he, whatever he can do to, to share the word, and he's very passionate. But it was one of the interesting connections we had is one of the guys with us is a, has been a firefighter here. He's an EMS. Well, Ryder's a firefighter in another town. So God had been working on this before we ever knew that we were going to have this relationship that made a great connection between people on our team and there because God was working ahead of time at who he was going to send. So I, we talked about, and there's some great stuff about, you know, building this school or helping them get this ready or, or working on some of the plumbing things. But as, we, as we've mentioned, everybody, it's, it's about how do we get there to expose ourselves to the community? Same, same as with here. How do we expose ourselves to the, our neighbors around us if it's serving our neighbor so that we can then share the gospel with them? Whether we're in Ecuador or whether we're here, it's, that's kind of what we're called to do. So now I think we'll actually show you a little video. Aaron, is that what you just
sentir tu río Hay sanidad en las aguas Queremos danzar Podemos sentir tu gozo Podemos sentir tu río Hay sanidad en las aguas Queremos danzar Hay libertad en la casa de Dios Hay libertad en la casa de Dios Hay libertad Hay libertad Hay libertad en la casa de Dios Hay libertad en la casa de Dios Hay libertad Hay libertad Podemos sentir tu gozo Podemos sentir tu río Hay sanidad Podemos sentir tu gozo, podemos sentir tu río y hay sanidad en las aguas. Queremos danzar. Hay libertad en la casa de Dios. Hay libertad en la casa de Dios. Hay libertad. Hay libertad. Hay libertad en la casa de Dios. Hay libertad.
es el Cordero de Dios Digno es el Rey que a la muerte venció Digno es el Cordero de Dios Digno es el Rey que a la muerte venció Tú eres Digno es el Cordero de Dios Digno es el Rey que a la muerte venció Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Amen. Thank you for being a church who desires to be part of what God's doing, not just here, but to the ends of the earth, because that's what we're called to do. Um, I want to take the next 10 to 15 minutes. I know it's 1142, um, but we still have the Lord's Supper before us. And so I want to kind of shift gears for a minute. Uh, before we take the Lord's Supper, we're going to have an opportunity just to worship together. We're going to sing, Lord, I need you. Paul talks in Corinthians about examining your heart. Um, and so uh, just being mindful of that. Um, and so we're just going to we'll worship together. But I just want to ask you three questions before we do that. Number one is, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life? Number two, are you becoming more like Jesus? Are you growing right now in your relationship with Jesus? It may be small, it may be significant steps, but are you becoming more like Jesus? And third, in light of what you've heard from multiple people this morning, are you actively telling others about Jesus? If there's nothing better than Jesus, are we telling others about Jesus? Because hear me, you don't have to go to Ecuador to tell others about Jesus. The work is necessary. They have little to no access to the gospel in Esmeraldas in that region. But there are people here who need Jesus as well. So are we telling others about Jesus? So let me pray, then we're going to sing together, and then we'll partake of the Lord's Supper together. Father, we, in just a moment, will eat of the bread. We will drink of the cup. Father, before we do that, let us examine our hearts. Prepare us for this. We have sung about Calvary. We have sung about nothing but the blood we have sung earlier in the service about the redemption that is in Christ. So, Father, now we, we just cry out, Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you to forgive us of our sins. We need you to continue to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We need wisdom. We need guidance and decisions that need to be made. Jesus, we need to understand that you are greater and superior to anything this world has to offer. We have many wonderful things in this country, many comforts that we are used to that is, we have seen others around the world do not have. 
Father, though they are wonderful, they are not necessary. But Jesus, you are necessary. You're the salvation that you offer. Father, apart from that, we spend eternity in hell. So Father, as we, as we eat and drink in just a moment, as we remember the sacrifice for us upon the cross, and that we proclaim that, Jesus, until you return, remind us that there is work to be done before you come. Many still need to hear of Jesus. So speak to us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Would you stand? Let's just worship together. seated if our deacons will come forward who are going to help pass out the Lord's Supper this morning. While they get in place, we just want to invite you to partake of the Lord's Supper with us as long as you have given your life to Jesus. We're asking you, Jesus, you all may be seated, Jesus asked us to do this in remembrance, um, and so that's what we desire to do in remembrance of him. And so I want to invite you to do that. Just a reminder, we did this last time that when you receive the element, they're actually double stacked. 
So there's two cups, the bread's on the bottom, the juice is on the top. So make sure when you pull that out, you pull out two cups. It may take a little bit extra longer, a little longer while it passes. Uh, take your time and then we'll eat of that and drink of that together. So we'll um, instruct you on that. Pastor Gary is actually going to come this morning and he is going to help me. And so again, as long as you know Jesus is Lord and Savior, you don't have to be a member here, but we invite you to eat and drink with us. So deacons, if you will stand and we will pass out these elements. Father, as we prepare to eat and drink, we are so mindful, Jesus, of what it took to purchase our redemption and all that you have done for us through your body and the blood that was poured for us. This brings about redemption. It brings about life change. It reconciles us to God the Father. So, Lord, we do not do this lightly. But Lord, we also recognize that in Jesus we have eternal life. And so we remember and we look forward to your return. In Jesus' name, amen.
Jesus first would have taken the bread. He said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. God is good and God is at work right here and in Ecuador. Uh, before Bill Bailey comes and dismisses with a word of prayer, um, ladies, you'll be able to purchase tickets for the IF gathering on your way out. And also um, for the lunch in a couple weeks, we still need some people to bring some things. So if you will see Miss Robin, if you would like to bring some things for the lunch in honor of the patents, please see her on your way out and sign up uh, for those things. If you'll stand uh, Bill will close us in a word of prayer. We have all our normal activities tonight, so I want to encourage you to come and be part of that. Okay, let's pray together. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the time in your house today, Father, to see how you're working in the hearts and moving people, even in long distances. God, uh, give us the uh, desire to, to learn and to walk and to speak about you, how good you are, dear Lord, how you've changed us. Give us uh, of your blessing as we walk out of this place. Dear Lord, bring us back this evening. We so uh, come back. Dear Lord, uh, help us to, uh, to love you and to uh, tell people about Christ. Uh, thank you for your blessings on us again in Jesus' name. Amen.